0: My name is Javier Colon. Welcome to The In Between. Today I talk to Jenna Silvers about her thesis project titled Internal Battle. Hey Jenna.
1: Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing really good. Thank you for coming on to the show. I'm really excited to, to talk about your piece.
1: No problem.
0: So very quickly, can you introduce yourself? Who are you and what do you do?
1: My name is Jenna Silvers. I live in New York. I am a CG environment model as of recently. <laughs> yeah, I work with illustration and 3D stuff.
0: Very cool, awesome. And how did you find yourself at SVA?
1: Um, actually, it took a while. I was I was in a school in Florida. For international studies. And then I wanted to switch to the art department, couldn't get it figured out. Well, they wouldn't let me switch to the art department. And then I transferred home, started looking into art schools, and then I fell in love with SVA.
0: Very cool. So you kind of mentioned that you were an environmental artist as of recently. What were you before then? What would you classify yourself?
1: I, well, I was introduced to everything in the pipeline like two years ago so I was just trying to learn as much as I could mm-hmm. and so probably a generalist but I didn't really have a good like I didn't have a specialty.
0: Gotcha and uh, how long did you spend at school uh, for international studies? Two years. Two yeah, years. Wow okay.
1: Down the drain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So uh, now we can talk about your piece. So what is your thesis called and what is it about?
1: It's called Internal Battle. And it's about a awkward moment sparks an internal battle in the mind of a teenage boy. And it's sort of the whole thing's blown out of proportion in his head.
0: <laughs> so where did this idea kind of come from?
1: Well, <laughs> I actually went through like seven different ideas since last year. And I landed on this one because it seemed the most realistic because I'm doing this by myself. Right. And the idea, I love like awkward social interactions and I feel like I myself blow it out of proportion. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so this is a comedic piece, right?
1: Yeah, it's not a drama.
0: Not a drama by any means.
1: Mostly to be funny. <laughs> that also gave me some leniency to like... If things look a little like wonky, I'm like, it was part of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) You're going for the nice, like kind of goofy version of these awkward uh, interactions because, you know, they can be awkward, they can be uncomfortable. So it's always fun to laugh about them later. Yeah. Very cool. So how has your love for environmental modeling kind of been incorporated into this piece?
1: Um, Well, this, this like working on this by myself has shown me why it's so important to specialize in something Mm -hmm. and you don't want to be doing every single aspect of it. And um, I like fell in love with hiding stuff in the background. (laughs) I think it's so fun. And I always like when I watch stuff, I look like at like I always think about like someone placed that little sock there on the floor. (laughs) Like, I think it's so cool. And um yeah, I only have two environments in this, but I like they were really that was the funnest part for me.
0: Yeah, no, the the environments are really cool and it's always fun to hide little Easter eggs uh in your piece. Uh I know for me when I'm doing the motion graphics kind of backgrounds and props and things like that, I always like putting little references to everything. So it's it's a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun and it can be great for the viewer to kinda notice that. So so you mentioned that you had a bunch of different ideas. Would you mind sharing some of them?
1: Sure. So I always had trouble coming up with an ending. So mm-hmm. they're just like, they just trail off. But one was one was just like a dream sequence. And it's supposed to be like super trippy. And it's like uh, she falls, she goes to sleep and falls through the bed. And then it's just like craziness ensues. And it's like, it's a loop. Mm-hmm. and that one I strayed away from because it was like crazy action animation and I was going to use Mixamo but I just felt like it was going to get like nauseating like yeah. it was going to be confusing and um I also had one that was like an anxious like a sheep falls off the back of a truck as it's getting transported mm-hmm. and then it's just like alone and it has to figure out how to like survive that one mm-hmm. had no ending I just like the character <laughs> and uh, I had oh my favorite one that was just I couldn't get myself to do it It was like the unlucky penny and it was just like uh, supposed to be the opposite of a lucky penny and <laughs> he, like he just got divorced and he's like <laughs> and like I had it had so much dialogue that I thought was hilarious but I started trying to record my voice for it and it was so cringy. So I just couldn't get myself <laughs> to do it. <laughs>
0: that's awesome i really love that idea of an unlucky petty you know and it just it just goes you go completely into like just pure unluckiness so
1: yeah like dark it was really dark and then there was like trash friends and i like i i don't i like feel like i shelf the idea i didn't like i'm not destroying it because i still Mm -hmm. like it
0: yeah i think that it'd be really great if you were able to work on that piece at some point in the future so yeah So you mentioned that you were working alone. Did you want to work in a group or did you always know that you you fly solo?
1: I, well, I would have worked in a group, but I felt like when I transferred, like, it was, I feel like it was already established. Mm -hmm. I was working together and stuff. And I'm happy that I ended up alone because I wanted to, like, I feel like I'm learning a lot.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, I think that, you know, a lot of people develop their connections pretty early on and, you know, kind of coming into the middle of that can be a little, uh, a little daunting. So,
1: yeah, everyone was really nice and welcoming, but I felt like they all like uh, knew who was working together. And to be completely honest, like when I first transferred in, I did not have a lot to offer. Like, I didn't know how my work, like I Mm. was like willing to learn everything. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, you were kind of playing catch up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, it's definitely, um, it's definitely very daunting. And I can only imagine because the department moves at such a fast pace, you know, that I can only imagine how it could have been for somebody who's kind of joining in the middle of it. So, but after seeing your proof of concept and after seeing your environments and your work, I think that you, you caught up pretty well. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So you kind of mentioned that your favorite part is kind of like hiding all these like secret things Mm -hmm. in the background. But I was kind of wondering a little bit more on the less positive side, like about your piece, because something that I've said 20 times over, I'll say it 20 times over again, is that Thesis is kind of like a roller coaster. It has like its highs and lows, you know? So yeah. I was wondering, what would you say was your worst moment in Thesis so far?
1: Probably before it's actually started, because <laughs> it was like Everyone's been talking about it. like everything's been leading up to it, you know. And I was like had such high expectations just because you like last one of the films from last year got nominated for an Oscar. Like that's insane, and they're just so good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not gonna be able like I felt like when the showing came, it was gonna be like these amazing things, and then mine, and I was gonna mm-hmm. be so embarrassed. Um, so yeah before I started like there was so much pressure mm-hmm. and then um once I would say the beginning also it was really hard because I was like what's happened I don't know like how to mm-hmm. rig, I don't know any of this stuff and then I somewhere somewhere in there something broke and I was like okay calm down like it's not that serious like mm-hmm. te- it's technically a school project like take your expectations way down and just mm-hmm. like try to enjoy it because mm-hmm. a lot of like you're not gonna be working on your own stuff is what a lot of the professionals say. Like it's gonna be like ads and like not your own story. It's not mm. gonna be as like creatively fulfilling. So I'm trying to enjoy it. It definitely is has up and ups and downs. But once I lowered my expectations, which sounds like terrible, but <laughs> that's when I feel like I break through.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, like, you know, it, it does sound kind of uh depressing when you say like, oh, I'm going to lower my expectations. But <laughs> yeah. I think that, that it's, it's necessary because if you overestimate and overbuild it, then you're going to be disappointed no matter how well you do. Right. So it's always yeah. very important to kind of keep that very level and yeah. very, like, manageable.
1: And something I've been thinking about is like, it's your first or it's at my first short. So Like, I don't want it to be the best. Like, if if this is the best thing I make, then, like, I've gone downhill from here. Like, Mm. this is, like, the first thing. I'm working everything out. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, I was talking to somebody else earlier, uh, and they were kind of mentioning that you are supposed to be embarrassed about this piece later. (laughs) And if you are, then then it means you're in a good place, you know?
1: Yeah. You went up. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think it's a really cool, like, thing we get to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. can I ask you? Am I allowed to ask you questions?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: what was the lowest moment with it? For me? Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So, the lowest moment for me was uh, it was the end of junior year and we were kind of showing off our theses in the the big the big lecture hall, the big lecture mm-hmm. room, and I showed my project that I I had developed the story for for like a few months and this was my first time I think showing it to people outside of my friends and my class and it was supposed to be a comedic piece with like a big punchline at the end and it just did not land it did not land at all and I I remember because you know nobody wanted to volunteer to show off their things right because everybody's shy but I was like so confident I was like oh let me let me show and everybody's gonna (laughs) laugh ha 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 (laughs) oh my god like there was silence and And I'm, like, thinking about it right now, and I'm just, I feel, like, the pain, it hurt. It hurts so much. (laughs) And I was, like, I know that this piece needs to be scrapped, and I need to have a new idea because there's no way it's gonna, it's gonna be developed properly later.
1: Oh, God, I've totally done that, too. It's the worst feeling.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, you definitely gotta show people your stuff, you know, especially if they are the people who are gonna be watching it later, so...
1: But like trying to be funny and it flopping is the most like crazy deal. (laughs) Yours is so funny. Like even just the like uh, cover made me laugh so hard. Well, thank
0: you so much. It was um, it was so funny because you know I always knew that I wanted to do something comedic because I don't nobody ever I don't take myself very seriously. You know, so Mm -hmm. that's really awesome to hear that you you thought it was funny. And I'm really excited for your piece too. I I love just the concept of it and it's just it's it's so goofy and i love i think that my probably my favorite part about your piece is his shoes his shoes are like gargantuan co- compared to the size of like his legs and i thought that was just amazing amazing character design so yeah so we, we're kind of similar in that sense that we're both doing uh comedic pieces so here's yeah. hoping to our audience <laughs> laughing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Awesome! Thank you for asking me. Nobody usually asks me questions on the podcast, you know. Well, like,
1: in my mind, you're very organized, and like I feel like you've had this plan. The way it looks, which is a like, I mean, this is a compliment. It looks like it's been planned for a while. Like it looks like neat and like everything. It looks like smoothly to me. But <laughs> yeah. And Friday. Like,
0: well, thank but, you very much. Yeah, I try to I try to make it look as as presentable as possible.
1: Yeah, it's very clean.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. I just, I was not expecting being validated <laughs> right now, <laughs> like on the podcast. So <laughs> thank you so much. Um, but this is about you. That's not about me. Um, <laughs> uh, we were kind of talking about your worst moment in thesis and we we're talking about mine as well. Um, so now onto the brighter side of things, what would you say was your best moment in thesis so far?
1: Um, so my brothers do not Well, one of them kind of likes animated stuff, but they're not, they don't, like, care for, like, animation stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they have no idea what I've been doing in my room this whole time. Yeah. And they're pretty, like, they're harsh critics. So I (laughs) showed them, like, what I had so far the other day, and they laughed. (laughs) And And, um, my teacher, like, anyone who laughs at it, I get really excited. Mm -hmm. yeah, my teacher, like, uh, he was watching it, and he was laughing, and he was like, I'm going to show my daughter. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome.
0: Very cool. It's always it's always great to get that validation for, for comedic stuff, so. Yeah. Very awesome. And that your brothers are harsh critics, so. That's even more, like, even better, you know?
1: They were like, wow, I'm impressed. I was like, I feel like I'm doing this whole time, and it was, like,
0: yeah. So... You were kind of mentioning that you were feeling kind of hopeless at some point. You felt like you weren't able to accomplish this thing. What are some things that you do to kind of help you get out of that rut, like help you to get concentrated, get working, get focused and be confident?
1: Um, So this year I picked up like three new hobbies. So all of my self-esteem is not like in this project slash Mm. art stuff. So I have been trying to learn a press to handstand. It's like uh, you start on the floor and you mm-hmm. press your, like you don't jump up to a handstand. You just like whatever mm-hmm. yoga stuff slash that. And so every time I'm like, want to step away from this, I'll like have something else to work on. And then um also just like reading and like, I feel like quarantine, um, not that it's been a good thing at all, but like it's, um, helped me to like have time for other stuff because there's no commute there's no like set schedule like the classes are so much shorter I'm in my house when I take them so like I've had a lot of time to like balance out stuff
0: yeah seriously and you know what it is I think that like psychologically commuting just drains you right and then you just feel tired all the time you know
1: yeah I used to come home and just like do the homework and then go to sleep. Like, there was no time for other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so much healthier when you have time to, like, talk. Even if it's, like, I don't have so much time, like, my mom, like my whole family's, like, right next door. Like, I'll pass them and talk to them in the hall and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. And it's nice to just be around uh, uh, family and stuff, you know, a little more yeah. often. So, um, any good books you're reading recently?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I actually... I was in an English class at Mm SVA, and I think the teacher meant this as an insult. But she was like, "I feel like you would like the author Dennis Johnson because he appeals to like girls your age and like kind of immature." And I was like, "Well, okay." You're like, "Oh shit!" I I started reading him like this quarantine, and I do love him. He's my favorite (laughs) author right now, and I'm reading *Tree of Smoke* like 700 pages, and it's taking forever. But
0: I really like. I've read two other of his books that were like short stories. Very awesome. That's a uh, that's really cool that your, your teacher was able to recommend you something so uh so personal.
1: Yeah, I actually said it sounded insulting, but I do like him, so mm-hmm. I'm just
0: gonna go with it. <laughs> you're just gonna let it slide. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice to kind of take that break from the screen. You know, you're now you're looking yeah. at paper instead. So. This is a little bit more of the reflective part of the podcast. I'll just kind of ask you some questions, like advice questions. So what would you tell your freshman self about SVA?
1: Um, I think I transferred in as a sophomore, but <laughs> I would tell myself, well, uh, not stress so much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, no, because I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to change stuff, but... Um, <laughs> just like calm down a little bit, <laughs> but I love the school. Like I loved it when I transferred in and I still do like, I think that, I mean, it's probably because I came from another college that I see the difference, but mm. it's like, uh, the amount of stuff we get to try is insane. And then, um, the, the fact that they have like classes for us to get a job, that's unlike any other college I've been in It's yeah. probably because the program is small, but they can individualize it so much. But Yeah,
0: totally. It's it's really great, the resources that we have available to us in the department. And, you know, I think that that's actually kind of interesting because you've had that experience with another school and you're kind of comparing, not necessarily comparing, but you're kind of comparing experiences between the two and what SVA has to offer versus other schools. So that's really awesome. And I think that that's great for anybody to know about SVA, if SVA is the only college that they attend in their lives. You know, I know that's definitely the case for me because I can't afford another college, you know. But like, mm. so do you have any advice for juniors who are now entering the thesis phase? This could be anybody who's yeah. entering pre-production or anybody who's going to become a senior.
1: Okay, so number one, this is a more technical. Don't use X-Gen hair. <laughs> Would be like try well like i feel like it's inevitable but try to not take it too seriously Mm. if you can like well take it like do your best but don't like put all your self-esteem into it like it's like your first shot at a short and like you're going to be doing it for a while so you want to kind of enjoy it oh and like pick a small small story because it's going to get so much bigger
0: yeah totally kind of leaving room for growth is really great yeah um, especially if it's a if it's a smaller kind of contained story because uh, definitely for the teachers and for anybody who's looking at it they'll kind of want to know a little more and then you might add some stuff so it's always good to to kind of start off small and then work your way up as opposed to downsizing from a really big idea you know
1: yeah because then like that always looks left out
0: and yeah, totally and all those little details could be, kind of missed, you know, and then you, you'll be able to tell that this piece was part of a bigger story instead of kind of being developed into a bigger story. That's some really solid advice. And I think that's great for anybody who is working by themselves and, you know, maybe a little intimidated by the whole story process. Um, and I really love the very specific, do not use X-Gen hair. Like that's Mm -hmm. great. And I think that if, you know, if anybody was like, Oh, maybe I'll use it. No, apparently do not. So how would you describe your SVA experience?
1: It's been a lot of learning and that sounds (laughs) corny, but it's like, I I feel like it's taught me a lot and it's given me direction in my career slash life, which is like something I don't take lightly or for granted. Like it's been a very good, definitely like I've had moments but it's been overall like very good experience yeah I've learned a ton awesome also just like very fun school like I miss the. I don't miss commuting and stuff but I miss like seeing all the art on the walls mm. and just like the craziness of the actual school
0: yeah like being inspired by kind of the culture and the community of the school is yeah. definitely something that uh that can be missed you know when you're doing completely online is there anything else that you miss in particular about being in person
1: um I miss, like, seeing people in the classroom, (laughs) and I liked that they would have, like, a little exhibit in the front room, Mm -hmm. that thing, and I liked, I used to go to Mato all the time, and they have, like, a, like, powdered croissant that I would get every day. Yes. Wait, it's not going.
0: The croissants and brownies for (laughs) breakfast, those were the best things in the world. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I guess my last question for you would be, uh, so what's next? What do you think you want to do next after SVA?
1: Um, I would like to get a job. That is a, to- yes,
0: that is absolutely necessary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, be able to afford my own place.
0: Hmm.
1: And I have not thought that back- like I have. I'm not sure, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanna work in hopefully environments or props, and I want to like be able to move out of my parents' home. And that's like as far as I've gotten.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, moving out is definitely uh, it's definitely something you, especially when you see other people kind of like living in apartments in New York with roommates and stuff. You're like, I wanna do that, you know? Yeah. So.
1: Also, um, I think I'm older. Since I transferred, I'm older than most of you guys, but I'm 20. I just turned 24, like, two days
0: ago. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Thanks.
1: Yeah, of course. Getting close to
0: 25. Wow. You're getting old, man. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the baby. Well, I, I'm one of the babies. I don't know who's the youngest, youngest in our department.
1: I always forget. I'm, like, a lot older.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't think that it really matters, you know. I think that important to recognize that everybody kind of goes at their own pace so you know there are people who went uh like for example i was talking to christopher lee the other day and he said that he was in the air force for five years before coming to sva so everybody kind of goes on their own path so yeah it's definitely not something to be uh ashamed of or anything
1: having their career mapped out already yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: Well, thank you, Jenna, so much for coming on to the show. It was a pleasure having you, and I wish you the best of luck on your piece.
1: No problem. It was great talking to you. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The In-Between. If you like the show, you can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Javier Colon, and I will see you next time.